now, Faith, Family, and Freedom with Curtis Bowers. He's a husband, father of nine, former state legislator, entrepreneur, patriot, and the producer of the award-winning film, Agenda, Grinding America Down. Hello, this is Curtis Bowers. I am amazed at all the things going on in our country right now. I hope you'll excuse my voice because I'm still under the weather a little bit. As I stated last week, the mantra of the left is never let a good crisis go to waste. In my opinion, I think we as Christians should never let a good wake-up call or warning or crisis go to waste either. We have a responsibility to be informed, to understand what's going on. They have us all thinking fear and globally. How can we solve this as a world together? But we need to take personal responsibility for what is in front of us. Our time, our health, our money, the gospel, our neighbors, and yes, the facts that help us know how to prioritize our duties in this. And that's what I want to get into today. Several key areas you need to be aware of are the China reality. Are they friend or foe? And secondly, what is the latest information on the true origins of the COVID-19 virus? And then we'll get into the elite's agenda items they would love to check off with the COVID-19 crisis. Don't think for a minute <laughs> that those that are not well-intentioned don't have agenda items that they try to check off during every crisis, whether real, manufactured, or imagined. And then we'll get into things, again, we can be doing. There's always God's perspective to everything and man's perspective. And too many times we, we so focus on man's perspective, we forget that there is a God and he is on his throne and his perspective of how he is using things uh, to accomplish his purposes should not be forgotten. And I want to get into that today as well. I'd also like to remind those that maybe didn't listen to last week's podcast to listen to that one first because it lays a foundation of many facts that will help this podcast make more sense. So this week it's COVID-19 Part 2. First off, our relationship with China. I think even though we all know China is a communist country, we are deceived into thinking, oh, they're not as bad as other communist countries because we wouldn't be doing business with them if they were. And it's an illusion that we're all operating under. And I think most businesses move there because they realize the opportunity to use slave labor to make products where the minimum wage is 50 cents an hour. So that's even when you're paying them, you don't have to pay them very much. And so I think the greed of companies wanting to make more and more profit and being able to compete with other companies has driven most of the manufacturing of the world to China. And I'm going to explain to you why that's not a good thing. China is a communist country. And if we were to go to the Pentagon and talk to any of the military leaders in this country and ask them who is the greatest threat worldwide to the United States of America, all of them would say Red China. And a lot of people don't realize this. If we went to China and talked to their government, 
their military leaders and asked them who is the number one enemy of China. They would all say instantly, the United States of America is our number one enemy. And yet we're finding out from this crisis that 95% of all pharmaceutical drugs are made in red China. That's our antibiotics. That's our heart medications. It is unbelievable that we would allow someone that we would say that's our number one enemy and they would say to us, you're our number one enemy. We would allow them to be in charge of making all the essential things we need for life. I think and hope and pray that one of the good things that's going to come from this virus is that we as American people and President Trump and others in positions of influence will say no more. If we got in a war with them, they would cut off all antibiotics, all medications, and we would then all of a sudden be in a dire situation just because of that. And, and we can't do that. Let me give you some facts so you understand the situation. China has perceived us to be an enemy that needs to be conquered for a long time. Their goal since Mao was there is to take over the world just like the Soviet Union had that same goal. And don't think for a minute that that goal has changed. It is not. In 1999, they produced a document called Unrestricted Warfare. And in that, they talked about, we realize now, if we were to go head-to-head -head militarily with the United States, we would probably have problems in conquering them. So we need to have a different approach from here on out. We need to use what they termed unrestricted warfare against them. We're, there's nothing that is off limits for us to do so we can achieve victory over them. And then on their list, right there in their own document, it says we need to use things like terrorism. So they're going to create terrorist attacks and things against us. We need to use, quote, biochemical warfare. We need to use drug trafficking, pump drugs into America to just corrupt and collapse the culture. Computer virus dissemination. Work on having as many computer viruses and then getting them into their business and military and government computer systems to cause chaos. Poisoning. What's one of the things on their list? Poisoning. I don't know what they're talking about poisoning all the food and stuff they're making for us with little bits of things that will slowly over time poison us. I don't know, but they say they're going to use poisoning as part of their unrestricted warfare against us. And then they said, we need to use environmental destruction against them. And on and on the list went. This isn't speculation. Okay, just last May, in their own publication, The People's Daily, which is the communist paper for China, they said in there, they want the people of China to know that we are at war with the United States. Okay, that's, that's less than a year ago. For those that need more information and more proof that China is at war with us right now, back in the summer of 2018, Russia and China together had a joint military exercise that was the largest in the history of the world. They had hundreds of thousands of troops and tens of thousands of tanks and other military weapons there. 
and they were practicing working together in joint military maneuvers. And when they were asked what that was for, they said, we are practicing for nuclear war against the West. Okay, that was their definition of what they were doing in this incredibly large military exhibition where Russia and China were together at the same place at the same time with hundreds of thousands of their troops learning how to work together in a unified situation. If that doesn't get somebody's attention, I don't know what would. The communist government there has an agenda and they have a plan and they are working toward accomplishing their plan. We are so naive to think that everybody thinks like Americans. Everybody is happy living their own life and doing their own thing. Right when this virus first came out, from having studied the communist mind and their strategies and their tactics, and from knowing that Wuhan was an area of China that last summer was rebelling against the communist government, which you just don't do in communist countries, but they were because the communist government was going to put a big factory there that was very polluting and the people there care about their health and they didn't want it so they actually hundreds of thousands of them were protesting that new factory and the government of course eventually squelched those protests but right when this virus thing first came out I thought wait a minute of all the cities in China and how huge that country is this virus started right in the same town that was rebelling against the communist government just months before? Is that an accident? Is that a coincidence? I don't know, but it made you go, wow. I've just learned the more I've studied history, most of history is purposeful. It is not, oh, that just happened, and then this just happened, and then, oh, because of that, we did this. It's people that are wanting to accomplish things, setting up events setting up perceptions of things so they can accomplish what they are trying to accomplish. And so this virus, as you dig in and study it now, many doctors from China and from America and other countries have lots of great videos I've been watching explaining how we now know this virus is lab-based. That means it's man-made not to get too heavy into the details of that, but that's why China keeps trying to make us believe it came from that seafood market, even though there is no bats in that seafood market, even though they told us that's what it was from. And even though over a third of all their cases came from people that weren't exposed to that seafood market in any way, shape, or form, and on and on, they, they clearly want us to think the virus came from that market and we know now that it did not. A couple other interesting facts um, as I dug in and studied this, the vice chairman of the virus committee for China, okay, the one that is in charge of telling everybody this is what's going on and this is how many people have it and, and this is what the outcome has been. He's also the head of the Communist Party propaganda department, the same guy. That's how they control the storyline if you're interested. Okay, they always control information because whoever has the, the authority to disseminate the information is in control. That's why the left in America has worked for decades and decades to get total control of all information in America. 
if you're able to dictate the story line of what is going on on any issue, you're in total control. And so, but the same is true in China. Again, like I said, all information now looks like the COVID-19 virus is lab-based. The, the genome sequence and the S proteins that allow animal viruses to penetrate human cells are from a laboratory. The reason they know that because it's 100% identical, the spike proteins in it, to the SARS virus which again means it's man-made because if it was a natural mutation, it wouldn't have an identical fingerprint. It would have slight variances in it. We also know the Chinese scientists right there in Wuhan in their laboratories have been working on since 2007, mutating different viruses that are from animals to get them where humans could get them because normally that's not the case. The little spikes out there, you've all seen pictures of the COVID-19 virus. Those little spikes have to be just right to be able to penetrate the human cells to take them over. Normal animal viruses are not capable of doing that. They can't penetrate our cells because the protein spikes are different. And I'm not a scientist, but I've listened to many scientists and they say, absolutely, this is man-made. You can still argue even knowing that they made the virus if they let it go purposefully or not. I don't know, but someone that knows far more than I do about that is Dr. Francis Boyle, a Harvard graduate. He is famous for writing the 1989 Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act, okay, the one that was passed by the U.S. Congress. He wrote that. And he said recently this, quote, the novel coronavirus we're facing here is an offensive biological warfare weapon, unquote. Okay, that's his opinion of it. And he would know far more than the average person because he, he was the one that wrote about how we cannot allow these viruses and things to be used against human beings. Another thing that shows clearly that this is probably 99.9% .9 purposeful is the communist government released orders to all scientists that have been studying the virus in China, quote, existing virus samples must be destroyed. Information about the samples, related papers, and related data are all prohibited from release, unquote. You don't run and you don't hide unless there's a reason to be doing that. If this had been something they had nothing to do with, you wouldn't be hiding information, you wouldn't be covering things up. You only do that when you're guilty. And so it is very, very clear. China created this virus. They let it go on purpose, I think, to punish the people in Wuhan for their rebellion against the benevolent communist dictatorship. And then... They allowed it to spread throughout the world by using their organization, which is the World Health Organization. They totally control that to say for weeks after this was going all over the world, no, no, it can't be transmitted person to person. No, everything's fine. And those, again, are the same people and the same left-wing media that was attacking Trump for shutting down air traffic travel to and from China when he realized a serious situation was forming. 
The same media, remember, that called him a racist for doing that. They love crises. They love exacerbating problems. They love creating fear so they can manipulate us into doing exactly what they tell us to do. And they love the fact that it's shutting down our economies as well, because that will create a bigger problem for them to solve with bigger solutions from big government. Three key agenda items you need to be aware of are universal vaccinations, universal ID, and universal income. They would just love to check those off if possible during this crisis. They've been just waiting for the right crisis where there's enough fear that we will all submit to having a new vaccination, which I think COVID-19 will be what they try to use to do that. And in the midst of that, though, they finally have gotten the technology where they can combine vaccinations with a universal ID. They see this as a great, great opportunity. Bill Gates, who's Dr. Vaccine to the world, he said people are going to have to have certificates from now on to travel anywhere in the world. And it's going to state that they've either had the virus or been vaccinated for it. And I can see how they're going to turn this into an incredible opportunity to mandate the vaccination, but also mandate the ID with the vaccination so you have proof that you've been vaccinated. There are several different ways they're talking about doing this. But MIT has done some articles recently that they've invented an invisible dye tattoo. So you don't see it, but you're injected with a vaccine and it leaves permanent invisible dye there that can be read by a smartphone with the right software in it. So it shows what vaccine or vaccinations you've had. And that's one of the possible ways. They also now have this new biometric vaccine. It includes this nano microchip technology. They call it smart dust, but in the injection, they're putting tiny dust sized microchips into you. They can scan it and know if you have an education, what your career is, where you live, wherever you are in the world, they'll be able to keep track of you. Well, this is something they've wanted to do since 1984 came out by George Orwell. But now the technology is there where they can give you a vaccination shot and in it, there will be the microchip that is there forever. Always able to keep track of where you are if you're current on all your vaccinations, and every detail about you. And again, this is something they've been writing about for decades, but didn't have the technology to pull off until now. I think both the universal vaccination and the universal ID through one of these different types of platforms is going to be really pushed here as soon as the COVID-19 vaccine is available. They're hoping that enough fear was created where everyone will just line up and take it. And I think those who get it might be getting a little bit more of that shot than they bargained for. Some people are talking about you shouldn't be able to renew your driver's license if you haven't had the COVID-19 vaccine once it comes out because you shouldn't be able to travel anywhere because you're jeopardizing everyone by doing that. Again, they're going to use the fear to really maximize this crisis as much as they can.
And we need to be aware of those things so we're not naive or ignorant of what they're doing now. Some might be thinking that I'm causing needless worry overreacting to say things like that. But if you study what's been going on, you realize I'm not. Just a few years ago in Africa, some of the doctors realized every woman in a particular area that the UN had vaccinated against their will, those women weren't able to have children ever again. There was something clearly put in the vaccine that sterilized them. So you're being naive if what I said sounds radical in any way, shape, or form. They have proven to be not trustworthy. They have proven to abuse their power over the people always. And so we just need to be alert so we are not one of the victims of one of their schemes. I think another key goal of this crisis is to keep things locked up as long as possible so that economic collapse will be as big as possible worldwide. The reason for that is they would love to work toward implementing a universal income. And that would be a huge progressive step to socializing the world. They'll sell it to the West by saying, other countries of the world, all the people are going to die if we don't agree to do this. Maybe a worldwide sales tax that goes to the United Nations will be used. I don't know. Even the polls just in the last couple of weeks in America have shown that way more people in America now agree we should have a universal income. Everyone should get a check every month from the government if they're not making X number of dollars a year. Believe me, it's a real quick way to get the socialism they've been trying to get for so long. So those are three of the key agenda items that we need to be aware of and standing against because, again, they will always use crisis to take giant steps forward in taking away our liberties. And each one of those would be a massive step forward. Universal vaccinations where you had to be vaccinated, whether you wanted to be or not, would be an incredible assault on our freedom. Universal ID, where they can, again, keep track of you and follow you. And like they do in China, we're seeing right now what that kind of system looks like as we see people can't even leave their homes in China without drones coming flying over top of them and commanding them to get back into their house. I mean, it's a crazy world, and I don't care what the crisis. Like our founders said long ago, those who would trade their freedom for security deserve neither. There are far worse things than dying, and that is something we used to understand. Back in the 70s, there was a great saying, better dead than red. And today, I think the millennial generation and so many Americans would go, no, I, I'd rather be in chains and alive than, than to have fought for freedom and lost and died. It would be better dead than red. And we need to be using our lives right now to stand against these things, which is a great way we can love our neighbor. But we also need to be willing to, at some point, pay the ultimate sacrifice if necessary, standing for freedom. If we do nothing, 
then evil will triumph. And the evil is so much blacker and darker than most Americans think. One, because they haven't studied communism and the mass starvations there where Stalin starved to death five or six million of his own people, cutting off all food supplies into the Ukraine and things that we can't even imagine. That, that takes months to die of starvation and to watch your own children starve to death and all the other atrocities that they have committed over the last hundred years. That society, when man has total control, he will always abuse that. And again, our founders knew that. That's why they said man can never ever have total control. It doesn't matter if it's supposed to be in your best interest. It's not. <laughs> and it never will be because man is so desperately wicked and evil to the core. But what is God doing in the midst of this? Obviously, he is aware of exactly what's going on. He has allowed it to happen for a purpose. He allows everything that he allows for a purpose. And we need to be looking at that. Sometimes he allows things for judgment, and that should always be our first area we look at carefully. Say, God, have we, are we doing things that are against the way you've told us to do them? And so you are correcting us lovingly by sending a pandemic to get us back on the right path, the path of life instead of the path of death. When we do things our own way and ignore what God has said to do, we're on a path of death that leads to death. And we know that. And he wants us on the path that leads to life. And sometimes he has to allow suffering to correct us so we will turn back and go, oh, sorry for what we were doing. Other times he's using it to be merciful. Many of us who have been praying, God, would you turn America back to you? Maybe he's answering our prayers. And he said, okay, I'm going to send a pandemic that will shake people up a little bit and make them realize they shouldn't have so much hope in things that are so uncertain like economies and health and life. And sometimes he's allowing us to reap what we have sown as individuals or as nations. America has slaughtered over 60 million of our own children over the last 40 years. Do you not think a just God should send judgment to punish that evil? Of course he should, but he's been very kind in, in not just wiping us out like we deserve. And we, we shouldn't be hypnotized by the news. The media wants us to be under their spell, a spell of fear and anxiety and stress and confusion so they can manipulate us. Okay, there is nothing new. It's what the globalists are always working toward. We must educate others and stand together against their evil plans. God is in control and he will serve justice out to every person in every nation. I'm going to read just a little bit from Psalm 37. If you were stressed out, you were fearful of what's going on, you need to turn off the TV and open up the book of Psalms. It is so encouraging. And my favorite one that deals with the left, the elitist, the globalist, when I start to study them too much and become fearful of them myself, I turn to Psalm 37. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. 
for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb trust in the lord and do good so shall thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be fed delight thyself also in the lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart we need to remember that the best way we can be part of the solution for our country for our neighbors for the community in which god has placed us is living according to his principles his laws his statutes with a smile on our face and the utmost confidence in tomorrow knowing my father's got tomorrow in the palm of his hand i don't need to be fearful i need to be purposeful and also remembering these evil people will stand before a holy judge at some point and i love the end of psalm 37 because it says this and this is king david talking he said i have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree so he has seen times in his life too where man it just seemed like the wicked were in total power they're just spreading out like this huge bay tree but then the next verse says this yet he passed away and lo he was not yea i sought him but he could not be found they only have a moment in time that they are allowed to do their wicked schemes and plan their wicked devices and then there'll be a time like david rockefeller who did more to destroy our country than anyone in the last hundred years he died a few years ago and i looked for him and he is no more he could not be found he had an appointment with the creator of the universe and his whole life was unfolded before him every word every thought and every deed and every intention and i don't think that was a very happy meeting but that's what we have to remember when our soul is vexed and we need to remember we were born for such a time as this if the world's problems seem to be accelerating and in crises and evil seems to be flourishing and confusion is everywhere god said i want you to be born for such a time as this those of you that some of this information is new to i encourage you to go to our website agendadocumentary.com agendadocumentary.com and if you haven't seen our film agenda grinding america down i encourage you to get a copy and watch that i think it will help put the pieces of the puzzle together so you can see the big picture and you can understand what's going on right now much more clearly and if you have seen those films i encourage you to watch them again and to be reminded of what is going on around us we have a special right now on an election pack where it's half price and it just has a wide variety of items that you can give out to others that you can use to educate to wake up and to encourage people so they see what's going on again don't be fearful be purposeful and remember that God has put us here for a purpose and we need to make sure we're fulfilling that purpose. God bless you and thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe to Faith, Family, and Freedom with Curtis Bowers, sharing the weekly podcasts with like-minded family and friends.